0: All eyes are upon Russia's invasion of Ukraine, but we can't take our eye off the ball. We can't take our eye off the bigger picture. Hi, everybody. Brian Sussman Show, Faith, Family, Freedom. You're asking, what could be the bigger picture besides a war? Well, it's the Great Reset, which is a war on humanity. It's not a conspiracy theory. No, it's, it's fact. It's the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab is the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, the WEF. That's the famous organization made up of the world's world's elite, the world's elite, the political elite, the economic elite, the cultural elite, the entertainment elite. They meet in Davos, Switzerland every year. Putin has been a part of this. He spoke last year, in fact, and it was interesting. He had some things to say about this Great Reset, probably because if the Great Reset were to be completed, he would be marginalized. He would be axed out of the equation. The Great Reset. Now, let me tell you something about the WEF. They published a book called COVID-19. COVID-19, The Great Reset. In the book, they defined the Great Reset as a means of addressing the weaknesses of capitalism, the weaknesses of capitalism, that were exposed by the COVID pandemic. That's what the WEF is saying in this book, COVID-19. Now, the idea of the Great Reset goes back quite a few years, goes back to 2010. A book came out by the American urban studies scholar, Richard Florida. It was a 2010 book entitled The Great Reset. Simple enough. This came about in the aftermath of the 2008 financial crisis. Four years later, after Florida's book was published, at the 2014 annual meeting of the WEF, Schwab declared, what we want to do in Davos this year is to push the reset button. Push the reset button. And right after that, there was a reset button that appeared on the WEF website. Now let's fast forward to May, 2018, the W E F collaborated with the Johns Hopkins Center for health security to conduct clade X clade X C L A D E X. It was a simulation of a national pandemic response that was in 2018. Now let's move to 2019, October, 2019. The WEF collaborated once again with Johns Hopkins and this time with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation on another pandemic exercise. It was called Event 201, which simulated an international response to the outbreak of a coronavirus. This was two months before the COVID outbreak in China. Do you think that there's... That was just a... Oh, just a little coincidence. I don't think so. Two months before the COVID outbreak in China, John Hopkins, Johns Hopkins and Bill and Melinda Gates put together the pandemic exercise, Event 201. Now, what happened in Event 201? Well, they took what happened in Claude X and uh, put it on steroids. They... Looked into responses to a pandemic which would include worldwide walkda- walk lockdowns, which would include the collapse of businesses and industries, which would see the adoption of biometric surveillance technologies, which would also see an emphasis on social social media censorship, it's tough to say quickly, social media censorship to combat misinformation or fake news. In addition, now again, this was before they actually got to do this in real time. You can't help but believe that this entire pandemic was foreseen. It was a setup. It's something that all these elites are really proud of. I'm going to continue here. In addition to being promoted as a response to COVID, the Great Reset is also a response to climate change. It's also a response to social injustice. It's also a response to the traditional family and witnessing its breakdown. It's also a response to things like transsexuality, It's also a response to monopolies. They say they want to break down monopolies, but in fact, they don't want to break down monopolies. They want to further monopolies. I'll explain that in just a moment as well. Let's go to June 2020. This is the 50th meeting of the WEF, and they announced to everyone, ladies and gentlemen, it's here. We are going to have an official launch now of The Great Reset. And a month later, Schwab published his book on COVID and the Great Reset, as I mentioned just a moment ago. And that book, that book, COVID-19, declared that COVID represents an opportunity that can be seized, an opportunity that we should take advantage of, this unprecedented opportunity to reimagine our world. They also said the moment must be seized to take advantage of this unique window of opportunity. See, they they saw COVID as an opportunity. They saw it as a remarkable opportunity to change the world and reset things. And they also mentioned, for those fortunate enough to find themselves in industries naturally resilient to the pandemic, this crisis was not only more bearable, but even a source of profitability. Who was resilient to the pandemic? Let's think about this. Big tech, right? Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon all of their various platforms, the Great Reset. Now, Schwab calls it stakeholder capitalism. I would like to call it communist capitalism. But what does he mean by stakeholder capitalism? He means that it would require corporate responses to pandemics and ecological issues, as I just mentioned, as well as social justice. Social justice is in there as well. But here's what they want to do. They want to make sure that governments and banks and asset managers use a product that is out there, it's available, and it is indeed being used. It's called the Environmental, Social, and Governance Index. They want to use that index to squeeze corporations that are are not woke, businesses that are not woke, People who don't want to get the vaccine. People who are putting out information that doesn't fly with the medical information they want you to see. They want to make sure these people are marginalized to the point where they're even put out of business. The ESG index is essentially a social credit score, it's used to drive ownership and control production away from those who are not woke, those who are not compliant. Let me continue. One of the WEF's many powerful strategic partners is BlackRock. That's the world's largest asset manager. They are solidly behind Klaus Schwab's model for the Great Reset. Now, again, let me talk about monopolies because BlackRock is a monopoly. The tendency of the great reset is really towards monopolization, even though they will tell you otherwise, because they want to see as much control over production and distribution by a few favored corporations as possible while eliminating industries, eliminating producers, eliminating business that they deem non-essential or non-compliant or duplicate. Schwab actually said this, every country from the United States to China must participate. Every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. This is, of course, where Putin has a problem because his entire entire economy is run off of fossil fuels, which the Great Reset will not tolerate. They don't want fossil fuels. They have this utopian dream of, of renewables and natural gas for now. Something else that they really appreciated from the COVID-19 pandemic, which they had been planning for, the draconian lockdown measures. These draconian lockdown measures managed to accomplish goals of which the corporate socialists, the corporate communists, the, the capitalist communists, and the WEF could only dream of. Because what did they see? They saw the destruction of small businesses. They saw the elimination of competitors. They saw mom and pops go by the wayside. In fact, according to the Foundation for Economic Freedom, millions of small businesses closed due to the lockdowns. And according to Yelp data, about 60% of those millions are still out of business. They're gone forever. And as if the economic and governmental resets were not dramatic enough, the technological reset, are you ready for this? This is where they really want to go. They talk about this at the WEF. They talk about the fourth industrial revolution. It's called 4IR for short. This is the convergence of existing and emerging fields. It includes big tech, includes big data, it includes artificial intelligence, machine learning, quantum computing, genetics, nanotechnology, and robotics. The whole idea here is that we'll have a brand new human being. Ultimately, it's going to be transhuman, there will be transhumans, ultimately. That's their goal. Again, this is not a conspiracy theory. It's all on the record books. Let me give you a little taste of what they're doing right now, because these are existing for IR developments. Internet algorithms that feed users prescribed news and advertisements. They're doing that to you right now. They're also using algorithms to downright, uh, downrank, downrank or exclude banned content. Content they don't think is worthy will be excluded. You can't find it. Uh, Those who are people they don't like, oh sure, they'll still have a Facebook page or a Twitter page or an Instagram page, etc., 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 but you won't be able to find those people. I mean, I, I saw all of this my very self. Not to make this about me, but I'm just saying, and I've talked about this before. I'll give you one example. I became a Twitter user in 2009. Twitter was just Down the street, literally, from where I was working at KSFO in San Francisco, I was there for 20 years. I was the only local conservative host. Michael Savage was the national host. I was the only local conservative host on a very popular show. Twitter's just down the street. Well, Twitter came on board. I thought, this will be cool. What a great way to communicate with my audience on a different level. Immediately, I had 6,000 followers. Ten years later... I had 6,000 followers. People would say, I can't find you. People would say, I followed you, but I'm not following you. People would say, I posted, I I sent you something via Twitter. I never got it. This is what they do to people they don't like. They marginalize you. All of the information I use for uh, ClimateGate. A veteran meteorologist exposes the global warming scam in 2010 when I was writing that book. I was using government data, government data which proved that there is no such thing as anthropogenic climate change, man-made climate change. I found everything on the Internet. It was all well-sourced in my book. I can't find that same information today. This is what I'm talking about. This is how existing IR developments are here. Ideally, well, this technology is already available, but how widespread it is in terms of usage, I don't know. But there are apps that can track and trace COVID violations and report offenders to the police if necessary. We also have scanners that can identify and round up the unvaccinated and other dissidents. We have this technology. Again, I don't know where it's being used, but the technology is available. We have smart cities growing in number where residents are essentially digital entities that are monitored, surveilled, recorded. Every move is collected, collated, stored, attached to a digital identity and a social credit score. The technology is all there. How how much it's in use, I have no idea. And I'm sure it varies in in terms of usage throughout the world. But in short, four IR technologies subject human beings to a kind of technological management that makes surveillance by a spy agency like Child's Play. And Schwab and the WEF thinks this stuff is wonderful. Ideally, they want to see human brains connected to the cloud. Why? For the sake of data mining data mining your thoughts, data mining your memories, data mining, data mining your wishes. If successful, this would constitute a technological mastery over decision-making that would threaten human autonomy and undermine free will. But I'm just telling you, I can see lots of young people running forward to say, great, you mean, every time I want to know the answer to such and such, I won't have to go to Google, I can just think it and I will get the answer, that's fantastic. Every time I'm at a point of indecision, I can just think, and that information will be downloaded to me, so I'll make the right move, that's great. Sign me up. You see, 4IR seeks to accelerate the merging of humans and machines. It's, it would be a world in which all information is shared. Every action, thought, motivation is known, predicted. This, again, isn't a fairy tale. The goal of the Great Reset. It wants to obliterate free markets. It wants to obliterate individual liberty. Because those elites look at us as being too stupid. Left to our own devices, we will destroy the planet, and kill one another. That's what they think. But friends, I am not fearful. I am full of faith because I serve a God who's in charge of it all. And I will go forward prayerfully, and I will will pray to my God for discernment. And by the way, like all other attempts that involve totalitarianism, the Great Reset is doomed to ultimate failure. At least that's, that's the historical record. But allow me to continue with just one more thought here, and this has to do with Vladimir Putin. I know, again, everyone's watching the situation with Russia and Ukraine. It's a terrible situation, and I really and truly believe if, if there was someone else in the White House besides Joe Biden, someone whose name rhymed with Donald Trump, Uh, we wouldn't be in this situation. Trump would have calmed him down and would have convinced him that negotiation would be the better method. But Trump's not there. We're all watching that very, very closely, as we should be, and, and using discernment as much as possible because there are so many layers to the onion here. There's a lot going on, many reasons for this war occurring that our media wants to simplify and not give to you. But that said... The bigger picture is the Great Reset. The bigger picture is keeping our eye on that. And all they're doing, because this involves many, many countries, many, many leaders, some of the very, very wealthiest people on the planet. And they do not have your best interest in mine. So once again, faith, not fear in the new year. Let's try stay in tune with the news best we can, and even better than that, let's stay in tune with the God of all creation. By the way, I would just like to give a shout out to Michael Rechtenwald and his article from December 2021 entitled, What is the Great Recess? Uh, it's a part of uh, an article that I found at Imprimis. Uh, put out by Hillsdale College, just a very, very wonderful school that my daughter actually attended in Michigan. Uh, So Michael Rechtenwald, thank you very much for writing an excellent piece. And I do want to give you props because I did use a fair amount of information from your article. Thank you, my friends. May God bless you. And, And I'll use a Greek word right now, maranatha.